0: I don't know, man. What if they don't?
1: Oh, they're not observant. They shouldn't be
2: alive.
0: I agree, man. Not really. Okay. Uh, Thank you. Jesus, you're such a freakishly large human being doing that. No, he's killing me. We can't... Charles Goodman... I, I work here. <laughs> I'm sorry, but... His, his legs <laughs> Connor, you ever thought about swimming? I would go through the shit. Yeah, you would. <laughs> he said swimming, not jumping.
2: Uh, no, I know. <laughs> Have I ever thought about like, swimming competitive, competitive sweater? Yeah, no. sweater.
0: <laughs> Swimmer.
2: I'm a competitive sweater runner.
0: <laughs> yeah, I gotta give a big shout out to um by the way guys, welcome to Locker Room Talk Episode 3. We're a minute in. And I know people love this podcast, though. So I've been away for like two weeks. Which shocking.
2: But they love
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> well they love you. I think they love you, Connor. They love me. Because your stories are just so ridiculous. So ridiculous. It's the way you just <laughs> <laughs> <Dude, you> know... <laughs> separate the floor? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Why the fuck did you separate the floor?
0: Dude, got the floor. No, he didn't separate me. <laughs> I think he might have, actually. Jeez, Shit heist. happens. <laughs> I've been trying to get this gym for so long to do a podcast. but they just won't do it, though. I don't understand. Jesus Christ. What, the workers? Yeah, I'm trying to get all the trainers. Dude, you know how great it would be to have... I want to hear James's stories. Oh, uh, dude. James, he's... <sighs> and Dave. Yeah, she's got a lot. But like if you get six trainers or you get four trainers at a time. Oh look, if you get one guy and you rotate trainers, they all have their own different philosophies. That would be a really good podcast. I'm gonna talk to the owner about that.
1: Well you're one of the almost trainers.
0: Well, we're gonna say about that. We're gonna see the twenty eighth of January.
1: Okay. So but, a nice uh, test?
0: That's when I'm signing up for the day class. Okay. But the online training though I really think is gonna be very lucrative for me.
1: Podcast with Ashley would take forever.
0: She's just, just so much freaking information.
1: I want her story from where she started.
0: Yeah, crazy. I remember. I, I didn't even know Ashley was <sighs> heavy like that. I had no idea. Literally no idea. You Kinda, know you know it's against the law in uh, New York City metros. It's a man spread. Yes. Conor would be out of every fucking subway there. <laughs> there we
1: go. That's man spreading. You
0: spread your legs. kind have you ever been in New York
2: City? Never. Why not? I've been to Rochester, <laughs> upstate New York. What
0: The fuck is that? Isn't that like, like, uh, don't they have like really big hospitals up there? Or is that Minnesota? I, don't know. I think it's Minnesota. Hey, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Man spreading. Oh shit. <laughs> How was your holiday? <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude! You're <laughs> all legs. You'd be a really good Victoria's Secret model. All legs, no butt. <laughs> Whoa! I eat throw God under the bus. like that. What? You see this motherfucker <laughs> dunking on Snapchat? No. Yeah, <laughs>
2: he's got some
1: balls. I'd be able to dunk too if weight didn't. You know, I dunked in one game of my life. <laughs> if weight
2: didn't like hate gravity.
0: Yeah. Yeah, didn't you get like a penalty? Yeah. That was, was like yeah, last time? Yeah, at the beginning of the game,
2: but there was one time I dunked in a game.
0: Yeah. Repping that silence gear, too. One of my athletes does that all the time. Dude, what the hell were we talking about there? Oh, yeah, we're talking about other people. What about... Are you... <laughs> are you to like, beat up everybody?
1: Yeah. The pent-up anger from high school.
0: God, dude. And the his constant dad. constant
1: torment of teasing. Oh, my God.
0: Dude, his dad I thought was going to kill me one night. I remember oh, yeah. I came home. You know the story. It was me and Ashley. And you... And Ashley and I were chasing you around the oh, fucking yeah. when backyard. I, when
1: I, I do we, we, I went through that mud puddle like three times, and then I, the fourth time, I just fucking
0: slipped. And he was wearing this I is classic Charles. This is classic Charles. Fluffy hair, kind of Afro looking with the little curls, and he had like his. I had a And he had like his, like you know, those shorts, just super long shorts that like went here. Mm-hmm. And They had like the a, a tiger's 1, face on them and the shit a& like that. one shorts and yeah. stuff. And yeah. he just ate it just right in the mud after it rained a lot. And we and uh, Ashley and I started calling him Charlie, Charlie the Chocolate Boy. And I, 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 he was like I think he like He was crying And he called his dad From inside my house And his dad came And picked him up And I guess Charles Told his dad what happened And then my mom Like literally As I was walking in the house Which was like Five minutes later My dad and my mom were Like alright We gotta talk to you And I was so pissed off At you <laughs> so I dead. still came back To
1: your house After I got clean I was like Can I go back
0: <laughs> You remember the summers We just wouldn't talk To each other remember. Oh, was s- that you and David It was me and David Yeah you two Just wouldn't talk
1: there was a time that me and David didn't talk for years. Like, I mean, this is, like, before, you know, cell phones, flip phones.
0: Yeah, like. Fucking razors. We we
1: went from talking, like, every day to, like, we didn't do anything. And I kind of blame my cousin for that.
0: Because my cousin made me yeah, hate him well, eventually. Well, yeah, he did some stuff. with Yeah. yeah. Russell was a fucking maniac, dude.
1: Still is. Still
0: reckless. With his life. So. Mm. I want some of those Connor stories. I, yeah, I was listening to the, the last podcast we did where you were talking about Nick Wilson throwing the thing out the window.
2: I have one story about shit. Shit? <laughs> I have a story about shit like one story. time. All right, so we got That's story. a random ass story. It's yep. got nothing to do with anything we've talked about. That's fine. I don't care. Yeah, it's even I can't remember what age I was. I was... There's a pasture near our house. And there was like horse shit all through the pasture. <laughs> so the way he And you I, it was, like, fucking, I dared my brother to grab a, a chip and take a scoop of shit and fucking eat it and he did it. He grabbed the fucking a ruffle chip, fucking like dug in the fucking <laughs> shit and oh my I gave him like twenty bucks. It was Whoa. it was fucking horrible. He did oh, it. Real. I can't believe he did it. Oh.
0: That's like the one right across <laughs> the street from your house, right? Because I know yes. I think I know where you live. There's like four houses right there. You live with the one with the big-ass fountain, right? No. No. But that's, like, your neighbor, right?
2: Sort of. That, you, know you, Joel, down you know w- w- Joel Hoover? G- yeah, okay. Yeah, you you Joel Hoover down. is someone that lives. Yeah, that's the... That's that's the that
0: he works right here. Yeah, Joel. Uh, he, yeah, works he works right across... You see his uh, crazy-ass-looking car. Yeah.
1: yeah, he works at the building right
2: here. Mm. I guess next for his the, dad's company, he works like, uh, I'm not sure. His dad's, like, CIA. Yeah, his dad's... His dad, like, can't tell anybody what he does yeah
0: because I remember Joey used to always to bring his dad in for like parent show off day or whatever what was it parents career what's the point career of that day. what's the point of careers dad? show your parents what they do? I guess that's so strange that's Who so strange.
1: is your dad in what does
0: he do <laughs> yeah why do you care? Do you think that that's just the day for like the the uh, young teacher in middle school to like look for a, a new husband maybe All some right. shit like that
1: bring your dad only your dad. I don't have a dad well, you can't bring your mom. <laughs>
0: weird shit. And are like know, show and tell. tell. Oh, dude, show and tell. What the fuck was I show and they tell dad they do. don't My do dad
2: that. is the executive producer of Pornhub. <laughs> yeah. He's played all the time. Brazzers. My dad's a hero. No, um I don't think they do that anymore. I got into the Browser's house multiple times. <laughs> I got my dick stuck when I was sick. Holy shit, Connor just <laughs> took that shit to like level ten. Yeah,
1: I don't even think they do that it's anymore. It's called Rave Connor.
0: Not really. Do what? Yes, really? I don't think they do career days like that anymore.
2: You probably can't. You
0: probably can't assume genders with jobs.
2: You hear that about that one person that got pepper sprayed? For what? Rose, something. I don't even know her name. Whatever it is. Do we know her? It's gender. I don't I'm not sure. Gender fluid person went, went into a bathroom and it's into the female bathroom the woman <laughs> thought she was a man and pepper sprayed her in her face and then found her on Instagram and was like you're a bitch I would spray you in the eyes again I hope it burned." oh yes so what and about and then she was like sent the woman a picture of her passport and was like I'm a female and she was like oh damn whoops sorry <laughs> yeah it's <should> in the fluids <laughs> people wild. can't even tell anymore
0: <laughs> that's terrible it's a wild wild thing dude I always think about that I'm like I always picture myself like what if I was an alien and I met somebody you are look at your hair it's, yeah it's fucked <laughs> but like if I met a guy you show me your dick and everything I know you're a male you start telling me you're female I'd probably kill you because I would think you're crazy or I would want to take care of you and help you and find you to safety alien alien oh well, I think there's aliens that live among us right now
1: I think octopus are aliens. I, I would feel super uncomfortable if somebody just walked up and showed me their dick.
2: I want to show you something. <laughs>
1: yeah. well, like,
2: I feel better now.
1: I, I know you would feel super awkward. Because you don't yeah. like changing... I you don't, don't like being in the locker room. No,
0: not at all. How do you feel I about that? It.
2: What?
0: How, I don't, I'm not a fan of... I'm also in, just super insecure with everything I do in life. Everything. Like, when you're in the locker room, if some dude just has, like, he's changing underwear off and, you know, his, his junk is out there. Do you, do you think it's okay for him to just brush his teeth, put deodorant on, and, you know, get to slap his other buddies on the ass? Just have like, a whole, like, sausage party in the locker room? No, not
2: really.
0: I get so uncomfortable. I do, too. I get so uncomfortable. I, dude, the way I change after showers, I put my towel around me like a robe, and I put my underwear on, and then I take my towel off. Yeah, I don't hmm. want anyone to see me This guy will just I don't care. Naked He's secure <laughs> I'm not then At all He has confidence I don't I mean I don't I've never had an issue with it I want to hmm. no, ask you a serious question I'm going to ask you a serious question Because we have done enough dicks Enough No dicks Shit in this We've talked 11 minutes now about Eating poop and Penis I'm going ask you a serious question Then you a serious question Okay so why didn't you start this weight loss and keep the weight off three three years ago when you first lost 30 pounds or then two years ago when you lost more weight and then four years ago when you lost more weight why like why didn't you do it and then after you answer that one what is different now that you are actually maintaining the weight loss and like you're going to the gym now without me you're eating right you're you're looking up things like you're understanding dieting and working out, and you always always asking questions now. What happened? Why did that change? Um, you don't have to name drop anybody if there's a person. or.
1: Uh, let's see. Back when I first started losing weight, was what? And this is
0: important for everybody to hear because he's currently down 80 pounds? 81. 81 pounds. He's, he's in the journey right now, and he hasn't put on any weight since. Um, I started, what,
1: we started doing weight training in what junior year I started and then from there I decided after I got cut from baseball sophomore year that I would go out for football then during football I ended up getting down to 255 that was my end weight after that but then I graduated and what did you start at I was probably like 290 Two ninety. but it was a sophomore year no I was like 270 280 around there when I started lifting
0: so that was sophomore year. But yeah, but
1: I, like, I wasn't like dieting enough. Like I was still eating like a f- fucking.
0: So you're like 16 years old. Yeah, gotcha. 16, 17, and
1: like then 280. Two, two yeah, I I I, I came into freshman year I was two fifty two.
0: Still a big boy. Yeah.
1: Holy hell. I yeah eighth grade eighth Sweet. grade I got sick and they had to weigh me at the doctor's office. I was two fifty two. See, but that's see, but that that's
0: funny. Like that's hilarious. But like at the same time, like like I imagine Remember
1: that. that shit. Yeah, imagine like uh. 13-year-old kid weighing 252 pounds. Still playing thing. baseball, like, still fucking killing it. Like, still playing sports. And dunking on me. I'm not, I'm sure not even, like, know. caring how much I weighed. But, um, what? So you got cut from multiple awesome teams I pissed you off. Yeah, and then I started lifting weights to get ready for football. Just for
0: strength. You weren't even thinking about losing weight. Yeah, with this football strength. lost weight for you.
1: Yep, and then the constant sprints that we were running. Uh, I ended up losing a lot of weight at the end of the year, or not at the end of the year, Uh, the beginning of the year, after football ended, and then I ended up graduating after dropping, what, 40 pounds? I ended up graduating at 315. I mean, I gained all the weight back, I know, I put on a lot of muscle, because of the 255 to 315. Yeah, and so, I I know for a fact I put on a decent bit of muscle during that time because of the strength training and the amount of weight I was pushing. Mm-hmm. I mean, the total my total was almost fifteen hundred. I was twenty
0: five pounds off. Yeah, so you didn't want to lose weight. I just wanted to gain muscle. I didn't care you, about the fat. You were chasing the. You were basically powerlifting.
1: Yeah, I was. I was chasing that. Chasing the numbers. The numbers, yeah. And I was. But at sixteen. Yeah, I was. In t- obese. I was twenty five pounds off of. Tyler Lee's record. Yeah, he was two or four forty five. I was trying to hit four fifty. Because you were obsessed with that. I was obsessed with training legs. Yes. So, I guess when I asked you why didn't you lose weight, Uh why didn't I? I just didn't care. I didn't know how it was affecting me, um, and I was just lazy about it. I didn't care about you know school or anything. I literally just wanted to play video games and play sports. Yeah. So. Do you think any
0: relationship with your family or with you know a girlfriend at the time, or even relationship with me, um, impacted that? What? Not losing it? Having somebody where you may really, really, really want to lose a certain weight, but you think that if you change your personality, the way you look, it may push the other person away from your life. I know it's probably impacted you. I know it's impacted me. Um, It's a serious topic. Well, you remember? Don't name drop. Don't name drop. Yeah, no, don't name drop. Not girlfriends. Okay, well you remember the one through high
1: school? The one at the end, high of high school. School. end of high school. Yeah. yeah. So after I dropped all the way during football and I put it back on I put it back on because after we were just hanging out and we literally would eat anything, I wasn't focused on what I was doing prior and then I lost track of what I was doing. And then I gained all my weight back and then I maintained all my weight back and then when we split up And she went away. I dropped the... What? The The weight. 70 pounds again? Yeah. Yep. In a matter of months. And then when she came back, I gained it all all back.
0: Yeah. I did the same thing. So I was
1: yo-yoing, and then I was getting depressed about it. And it was making me feel like shit. So I was just constantly in a Mm yo-yo of losing weight and getting it back, losing weight getting it back. And I just... Came to the conclusion I just wasn't happy. Yeah. And now that we're split and everything and I've moved on, I've, I'm happy about going to the gym. I like doing what I do. Mm-hmm.
0: And I found somebody that, you know, supports it. So Not even so much support but, like, doesn't get mad <coughs> because sometimes you get in those relationships where – if like too much if you're doing too much the other person almost like gets jealous and I know with that person you're with and just from an onlooker looking in and me conversating with Taylor like we could tell like, like when he's like when you weren't with her like we knew like you were happier because when people come back you feel like you gotta fit this certain mold for this person right especially if you got a personality like you do which I know I do where you just want to take care of people all the time yeah I was um, you don't do that I now. was cycling myself back yeah from myself
1: and to make somebody else feel better,
0: and you were so uncomfortable with that, you 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 were you, it did, was, it you hated was, that so much. You turned to food. Yeah, it was to comfort. It was
1: self-destructing on my part. I was giving up my happiness. Yeah, for for
0: somebody else's. Even though the other person probably wasn't even happy. Exactly. So, see, uh, that's the thing. Is a lot of a lot of lot of relationships. It's like that. It's like the other person's not happy, but they're so unhappy with themselves that so they get a sense of power from that. If they see somebody else. Go back. And they want to keep staying there because it's a power. It's a power thing. And I, I notice it a lot with girls, but guys do it too. It's a power thing. It's like I'm I don't like what's going on in my life, so let's see if we can pull back to what I know and I know how to manipulate and let's implement it and see what happens. And um so you didn't lose weight because you thought by you losing weight you essentially were you could you were losing this relationship out, out, yeah i was shining and you weren't you weren't having a relationship but you were comfortable in relationship yeah you were scared to try something else yep i was scared to leave you kept coming back and that's why you've always been in a relationship i have too yeah. you've been in relationships longer than me yeah you started freshman year i started what junior year yeah and you've had two, three technical three technical relationships including the one you're with now yes yeah, three yeah and the other two lasted what six years between both of
1: them yeah. Uh, Me and Robin The last were one years. was five, and then the first one was like a year and a half.
0: Yeah. Oh. And it's sad because you never find yourself. And the moment you start finding yourself, you, you're so like, what the fuck? Is this how it's supposed to feel? One more question I want to ask you, and then I want to get to you. And you can't name drop. Because I know you fucking want to name drop. Like, look like how pissed off he is. I do, too. But don't, don't. <laughs> um, even though I just name dropped. But I didn't say anything bad about her. Whoops. Yeah, I didn't say anything bad. But, uh because I don't I don't have anything bad to say. I mean, not, not... When you were, when you were binging, when you were just eating everything, and I know this because I'm, I struggle with, I was bulimic at one point, I was sticking my hand down my mouth to throw up, I was anorexic for one point, and I've also been, I was 155. I was lighter than you. And I... Also, I still struggle with binge eating. Like I binge eat from 2 a.m. to 4 a.m. last night. <clears throat> and body dysmorphia. But when you're binge eating, do you remember eating? Do you do you have any emotion related to eating? Do you know what you ate? And if so, when you woke up the next day and you saw what you ate, what did you see in the mirror? So first off, um, do you remember binge eating?
1: Yeah, uh, all the time. Uh I, I mean shit. Uh, before I started this journey again, dude, on the weekends, like when I was off, I was like binge watching anything on Netflix or Hulu, and I was just crushing like two pound bags of like Sour Patch Kids. Yeah. Like, but it didn't affect me at all. Like, the next day I'd wake up, I'd be like, Yeah, because you didn't notice it. Okay. Like I didn't. It just like that stuff just never got to me mentally. That's why I don't think I ever cared about it. Yeah, you, like, black out almost. Yeah, so when I started seeing the results of this, like, because even the first time I actually went on the weight loss thing, like, not even from football or when I did the keto with you the first time, like, I lost the weight, but I didn't see what I see now. Like, as far as definition goes, in the moment I started seeing definition, I yeah. s- just kept rolling with it because I just wanted to get better.
0: Yeah, when you see that change. But I never saw it with the first two. Yeah. Yeah, because the way you were losing weight then was it was purely water. I mean, after during football, you would just lose water. Yeah. Um,
1: and then I still literally was crushing
0: whatever during football, but I was still losing weight. So what do you feel like you have control of now? Like, why do you think this is going so much better than the previous ones?
1: Uh, I control what I eat. I can say no. So you have control of food. Yeah, food I, doesn't
0: control you anymore.
1: Yeah, I can. I mean, it still does. Like. There's some times where like I really want something. So like I'll go throughout the day with eating minimal so yeah. I can have whatever mm. it is. Like a pizza. Yeah. So if I want something high in calories, high in carbs, I'll either eat it really early or I'll eat it really late, but preferred late because
0: I'm gonna be starving at some point. See, and that's the most important thing when it comes to dieting is how for somebody who is a recovering binge eater, and it sounds stupid but it's true. You can be a recovering drug addict recovering alcoholic but recovering binge addicts are the same thing because at the end of the day heart attacks kill more people a year than drug overdoses and alcohol so it is an issue and what he just said was he feels control of food he doesn't let food control him and now he's comfortable with eating a pizza because he doesn't look at it as bad he looks at it as carbs fat and protein Right, essentially, it's like fuel. you feel control. Yeah, it's energy. It's no longer because when you would binge, you would punish yourself with food. Oh yeah, dude. It's like I eat bad food. I'm gonna eat more bad food because I'm pissed off. I eat yeah, bad food. You bowls of rice?
1: That I used to crush when I get them from school. Yeah, I just crush them with soy sauce. Soy sauce, butter, hot peppers, kimchi. Ugh I eat like four bowls of rice, like four like David two got scoops of rice. David got yelled at by his grandma for eating too much rice. My grandmother don't like nobody touching her rice. I my
0: own. I like Indian rice. I don't like Asian rice. So that's good. I mean, you've you've been killing it. Like it's it's pretty impressive because I've helped I've probably helped over I don't know thus far twenty people lose weight and I can honestly say the way I didn't think this time was going to be the time. I thought you were going to struggle because I knew you got in a new relationship and I, which she she's really good for you because she doesn't. She has her own life outside of you, mm-hmm. which is really nice. And she lives in her own place. And so I was really worried. But to see now you – because you don't really need me. I As don't? You don't, which is awesome. I mean, you may still ask me for tips here and there, but you don't need me, which is really good. And that shows that you are growing with your, with your weight. And then that's – this podcast, the locker Room Talk is I want to really just dive in with t- these two guys I work out with, one who is – Recovering from just essentially a suicide with food and uncomfortable relationships. And now I want to talk to my buddy Connor who, instead of being fat his entire life, has struggled with essentially under- not eating and constantly being skinny and constantly struggle with that. And this is going to be weird because I don't have anything to say because I don't know. I don't know.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't even know. Stop smiling. <laughs> why did you never? Obviously, you're across country, you're running all the time. But why did you, and your metabolism is probably higher than normal people, but why did you never look at yourself and say, you might have? Why didn't you want to gain weight? Why didn't you want to put on, why didn't you not want to eat a lot of food and put on weight? Because you knew that you were underweight, right? No, yeah, well, always. Or I did always you feel got- comfortable?
2: I did feel comfortable because I was light and running was like my whole life for Mm -hmm. six years. But like for me, I know. So like you kind of found value in that. I'm sorry.
1: Um, having. Heart disease in my family, so I needed to definitely cut back on what I was doing because I know it's I have a super higher chance because it's on both sides. Mm-hmm. So I also knew I really wasn't in the healthiest state of yeah. my body. Not even like outside and like internally.
0: Did that ever scare you though? Yeah, uh, like after,
1: after my dad had two heart attacks and like knowing that my dad's dad and my mom's dad both died at 54, so like. Oof. Crazy. And house. my dad had his heart like his second heart attack at 54, so like he has all of his arteries have stents in them like they opened them all up. Jesus so Christ. like so he can breathe. Yeah, and then with my uh my cousin. Um he eventually had an enlarged heart. And you know how big he was like twice the size of me. I didn't realize how big he was till I saw pictures. Yeah. Dude. Big. He was like four hundred pounds almost. I mean, yeah, I was 320, but, like, he made me look tiny as shit. Yeah. So I needed to really cut back on what the fuck I was eating and just, you know, get back into shape. Because I always knew that I had a body stature underneath of everything, and I was always – I was never weak. Mm -hmm. It's like I knew it was there. I was just getting to it. Yeah. But now I'm, like – 50 pounds from it. Which is
0: super cool because you're you're starting to see it, which is really nice. Yeah, you're starting to see it in the arms and everything. Getting a little conceited with it. All right, Connor, so before you are really interrupted by whatever that was. Sorry about that, guys. All right, what you were saying, I don't know what you were saying. This is gonna be all you. So I basically asked, why didn't you ever wanna put on weight? Were you comfortable with it? You said something which was super interesting about, I was light, so therefore I was okay.
2: Yeah, I was always skinny and light and I guess I just kind of accepted that my whole life I would just be thin and I never really believed that I'd be able to put on weight and get bigger. Mm -hmm. And I ran cross-country for six years and the people that I hung out with and I surrounded myself with were always thin and skinny and never really ate. So I was completely fine with, with just being thin and never being real strong. I mean, even in high school... I never wanted to take weight training because I was so small, I was embarrassed to even go into the weight room. Gotcha. And lift weights. So you Until wanted to be strong. I wanted to but exactly. I didn't know how to and I gotcha. was too embarrassed to yeah. ask people for help and guidance on getting big. The first time I even started with the lift weights was in junior year when I had when I was forced by my cross country coach to take weight training and I as, was... as
1: all sports. That's I hard, was very, man. very
2: weak. I think the most I benched when I was a junior was like 90 pounds. It that's, was... It was...
0: rough in school, too, man.
2: Yeah, because everybody else was... Like, you guys were benching 225. freaking 225, yeah. and I'm over here with not even 25s on each side. And it was so unneeded. Struggling. Yeah. And I was just embarrassed, and I struggled with self-confidence my entire life, so I just... Never reached out to anybody, and just accepted the fact that I was gonna be weak my entire life. And then once uh, senior year hit, I started to lift a little bit more weights, and I got a little bit more. I got Why? a little bit stronger because I just decided that I had enough of being super thin mm. all the time, and I wanted to become a better runner. And I thought that if I lifted more weights and I built a better core and more upper body strength, that I be able to help my team out a little bit more. So I did that, I got a little bit stronger and it really helped my yeah. running career.
0: So you made the decision? Yes. You weren't bullied into it or you weren't yes. pushed and by parents or coaches?
2: Correct. So I started to go to the gym that junior summer every single day with my, with my buddy Nathan Deans.
0: At Edgewater Fit?
2: At Edgewater Fitness we'd go six days a week, six days a week every single week for the entire summer. Mm-hmm. We'd be there for two, three hours a day just lifting weights. And I think I went from 120 pounds Whew. up to, like, 145 that Jesus summer. Christ. So I just... Same height, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, when I was a freshman in high school, I was 5'2". I was, like, the shortest person in and by our class. year, you were six And old. then by senior year, I was 6'2", six 6'3", six and I was, like, one of the tallest. Yeah. So, yeah, I put on a lot of weight that, that summer. And then senior year, I was pretty good at cross country. Well, not great, but decent. Mm-hmm. And then... When I graduated, I went off to college to run and I still struggled with self-confidence and I wanted to get a little bit bigger, so I kept lifting weights. And then about three years ago when I I was doing push-ups every day, I was doing a lot of push-ups every day, probably about 300 a day, every day. And I just saw my chest like blow up and I did it for self-confidence. I don't Mm -hmm. think... I guess I did it for myself, but I wasn't really doing it for myself. I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain.
0: Well, self-confidence is for yourself. But you also yes. wanted to be noticed, Be noticed but yes. you also wanted to have the capability, if you were thrown in a situation to conversate with someone you didn't know, you wanted to be able to rise to the top. Yeah. If you want to walk into a meeting, you want to be able to go right up to the boss, look him in the eyes without putting your hand down. You want your hand above him, and you want to look at him. Yeah. And you think push-ups and building a – physique that's impressive was the way to get there. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Makes and then sense. I got a gym membership at 24 Hour Fitness and I really never went because I never liked going to the gym by myself. I never knew what to do. Yeah. To get big. And I really had nobody to go to go with so I just didn't go. And then I got in a relationship with my now ex-girlfriend and... The
0: ex or ex? This ex. This ex,
2: gotcha. And I became lazy and really stopped doing push-ups and all that because I just got comfortable. Yeah, comfortable, yeah. You settled? I got comfortable and I settled and I just stopped doing all those push-ups and she always, she wanted to go to the gym all the time and I just got lazy and I just didn't wanna go, but like at the same time I did wanna go, but I still didn't know what to do with the gym. Mm -hmm. And I just didn't go and I just saw myself getting smaller and smaller and weaker and weaker, and then my self confidence just went further down the hole. Um, now, looking back on it, she was she's a very manipulative person and kind of enabled me. Yeah. I guess she did everything for me, kind of to make me completely dependent on her. That's a, and now, it's
0: an interesting
2: topic. I mean, you know, now that she's gone, I guess I kind of felt like, you know, like a spider, you, you just lifted up a rock. Got and I'm just like, freaking the fuck out, was what it was like as soon as she left. But now, and I, my my entire life, I wanted, to, I wanted to get bigger for self-confidence. But now the career that I want to get into, I really have to. Yeah. Because I...
0: Police officer.
2: Be, yeah, I want to be a police officer. And I think being 150 pounds, really wouldn't do much. You need to be physically intimidating. Yes.
0: To calm down situations.
2: Can't always rely on a gun and a taser to get the job done. That's the truth.
0: You have that's to. Because nowadays people aren't afraid of guns everyone has one.
2: And yeah. being a police officer with zero self-confidence probably wouldn't be a very good thing.
0: Yeah. Well, um. They teach you that though. A lot of people go into military and go into police academies to build self-confidence, which I think that's too late. But.
2: And so after she left, I reached out. I decided that I just had enough because the guy that she What's left that? me for was a gym rat, something that I wanted to be, something that I aspired to be, but something that I never went out and did.
0: but was he only a gym rat? Did he have more Did he have more to him?
2: I don't know him. I don't yeah. know him as a person. My brother
0: knows of him. My
2: brother knows of him. my brother lived in a halfway house with him and gotcha.
0: okay, so he's probably just a gym rat
2: just a jam rap. My brother says there's really not a whole lot to his personality. Gotcha,
0: okay. Well let's not go deeper than that. Um sorry. No, you're good. I just don't wanna talk about uh that. Um so what you were saying so you reached out?
2: Yeah, I reached out to Mike and I just decided that I had enough and I asked him for help because I know that he's very successful and he's got a lot of self confidence or it looks like it. <laughs> And yeah. he knows what he's doing. and he's of
0: insecurities. That's why I have a really good
2: self-confidence. So I reached out to Mike, and he's got me on track. He's helped me out. and I come work out with him most mornings, and my self-confidence is slowly starting to rebuild. Mm-hmm. I'm not at the point yet where I could just go to the gym by myself and have a very successful workout. I'm still kind of reliant on you to do that for me, but I'm getting there and I feel a hundred times better a hundred percent better than I did a month ago.
0: So and that's really I, I couldn't even talk because I was really good at hearing. Um I wanted to so you said you felt like a spider coming out of a rock. Yeah. When when you made that analogy, does that mean everything was um you felt like everything that she did and your relationship was made up of was so comfortable and so under control the moment she left you had so much stuff that you wanted to do you had so much anger you had so many questions you just felt like you the rock was lifted and you're just everywhere is that what that meant or like what, can you just explain that a little bit more because that analogy was good but I just don't think I connected with what you were trying to say um and if you don't want to you don't have to
2: no uh I put myself in a bad situation. I really allowed her to do everything for me. She said that she did those things for me because she loved me. Like she yeah. washed she washed all my clothes for me. She yeah. cleaned my room for me. She cooked me food. Uh, two, year, two years ago when I didn't have a car, she drove me to work every single day. She picked me up every single day. She drove me everywhere I wanted to go. Uh-huh. She wrote- Letters and stuff. Papers for me for school because I just wasn't capable of it so I was like very reliant on her Mm -hmm. and I guess I realized it but I didn't really realize how reliant on her I was yeah and she was very manipulative she wouldn't let me hang out with any of my friends so like
0: leverage for her
2: all that's leverage for her and I wasn't really seeing it I saw it as she loved me and she was doing these things because she loved me but now looking at it from the outside she just wanted to manipulate me And I think she liked seeing me struggle in Mm -hmm. a way. So when she left, all those things she was doing, I hadn't done for two years. So I was freaking out. So you actually felt like a newborn baby. I felt like I was lost. In coming into this world. Yes. That's super interesting. And it's super bad. It's all my fault. I shouldn't have let it happen.
0: Well, it's not all your fault because you didn't know what love was. Because that, that definition of love is not... When you love somebody, you challenge people. I had the same thing with Taylor. She did everything for me. And after we broke up, I needed that breakup. I had to get my shit on track. I had to keep running my business because I stopped doing that. I don't know why. I needed to lose weight. I put on weight. I don't know why. I needed to get back myself in school, get back to school. It's Love is when... You really challenge your significant other because you, ex- because you expect more from them than they expect from themselves. But like what you said about manipulation, that is a serious issue, especially for, for you know not first relationships, but relationships that you don't really aren't as progressive as most relationships. So like you actually felt like a newborn baby. Yeah. Whereas yeah. most people. Like Charles, and this doesn't this doesn't downgrade you at all. Yeah, because I went through both. I I broke up with Robin, and I completely switched my personality. And I say her name because I speak about her and Taylor often on social medias. Um, He went into this extreme weight loss. Like, oh, I know what I wanted to do. But I wasn't – I was not able to do it, whereas you didn't know what you wanted to do, but you knew that she would do everything for you. So you lost what you actually wanted, and that comes from because you never really knew what you wanted. You know what I mean? Yeah. You never really understood why – you wanted to go to the gym, but you never – there was never really a lot of times where it, it kind of checked the box for you almost in a way. Yeah. Um. It's just, it's just super interesting, all three of us. It's all, a lot of it's relationship. Like, I didn't ask you about relationships, but it kind of blossomed into relationships. Um, so, you, how did you think texting me that day? Because, to be honest, we weren't really friends. Yeah. I mean, we were friends. Like, if you said, someone said, hey, Kyle Livingston, would be like, oh, yeah, he's a cool guy, I like him. Do I hang out with him? No. Have been to his house? No. If I saw him at a party where I talked to him? For a few seconds. <clears throat> it's not that I didn't like you, I just didn't know anything about you. Yeah. And um when you made that decision to text me and or DM me, I don't know what you did, but you you contacted me and I my immediate reaction was okay, let's get started. Because I know how isolating that can feel, and I've helped many people get out of that before. And was that do you think that was your first step of I don't really know what I want, but I know that this can help me. Absolutely. So that, exactly. So that was building self-confidence, which is the base of everything in life. And you think that going to the gym is the best way to grow that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So working out isn't just for. We haven't even talked about muscle growth. I mean, you wanted you wanted to be strong. You wanted to be strong. You wanted to be strong. You didn't want to pose and have your shirt off and have ladies all over you. We never said that for a second. We never said for attention. It was always for confidence. You just wanted confidence. Yes. And that's what I try to push with people at the gym. And I have two completely different opposite people here with uh, body physiques. You, and that was so interesting to hear you talk about it because when you're fat, it's hard to go to the gym. But people expect your ass to be in the gym. Like, you better be in the gym. So if I see a fat person in the gym, it's like, you need to be in the gym. If I see a skinny person in the gym, it's not like, it's like, why are you on the weights? Like, what are you doing? Like, shouldn't you be running? It's kind of weird. Yeah. You say would you think that same thing? Yeah, I noticed that with a lot of people around here. It's very strange. I find it really strange when I see really skinny, skinny people, like, just hitting weights. Yeah, like, you're benching, but it's, like, why are you benching? Like, aren't you happy that you're at that weight? And there's, like, no spotter. No either. spotter. Like, They're going 20 reps on everything. Right. Yeah, and that's super interesting to hear you say, it. like, I want to be stronger. Which, for a fat guy, it's like, I expect their ass to be under the bar squatting. Because you think that that's... That's what I was doing. Yeah. And... I fucking loved it. And, yeah, you love it so much. I like so the much. attention they got me.
1: Yeah. That's where it's... That's really where it started, weight training as long as I started squatting everybody would be around me
0: it's weird how that works isn't it it's yeah. very um
1: primitive <laughs> like people used to love leg days because they would all like get to like finish what they were doing and then I'd still be going for the next 45 minutes after everybody's done just cause my warm ups took forever
0: so did that. you ever want the attention not really do you wanna take your shirt off and have people look at you at the beach does that impact you at all Basically, what I'm trying to figure out is just like, what's your north star? Like, when you when you reached out to me, what was your ultimate goal with this? To build my self confidence. To build your self confidence. Do to you become feel like- a better.
2: Or to become a better, more well-rounded person.
0: Mm-hmm. If this was step one, what would step two be?
2: To be honest, I don't really know. Yeah. I'm not sure yet.
0: Which is fine. If weight loss, if this is step one, what is step two for you? For me, get bigger, get stronger, get cutter. Cutter, you want cut? <laughs> I like Cutter.
1: Um, I don't. I'm want to get down to 225, and see exactly what I actually have underneath all this, and see if I need to go any lower. I will say, in the deficit on IMN, uh it's been hard. I mean, just dropping five pounds takes two, three, four weeks. It's coming down to it's like oh, yeah, uh, well that's that's everything, but it's just it's.
0: Thank God it's, it's that long. Because yeah. otherwise you would be starving.
1: Yeah. I mean, and it's it's in, it's intense.
0: It's it's rough, but I got to do it to get down to where I want to be. So you don't. So step one, you're still working on step one. Still working on step one. And you you are fully confident. You too. You're fully confident that by going here to this gym and working out at 24 hour with your friends and building yourself confidence, we'll eventually find step two.
2: Yes.
1: Step step two for me is I'll probably more or less just. Wanting to be more noticed Than what I was I mean, shit, I was I felt like I was a nobody in school But at school I still kind of feel like I'm a nobody yeah. Outside Because, like, it's the world
2: Yeah I too
0: Yeah
1: I just feel like I'm a normal person huh. So, like, when people start to notice me more Like, they have, like, for me Losing all the weight <laughs> yeah. at work like I have, I had some person like I was
0: working up front for like the first time in like
1: a couple months. Somebody looked at me and they're like, holy fuck!
0: Yeah, well, I had that reaction. I see you every fucking day. Yeah, I saw him at with his with his shirt on at work. I was like, oh my god! Yeah. So, so you want to be noticed?
1: Yeah, I, that's probably my one thing is being noticed.
0: And you want to be noticed? Yeah. 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 So it all ties in. It's very strange when you get noticed. I did a podcast on that. I talked about how I had people up here come up and ask me if I was a silence guy. Um, but it's, it's very interesting because when you when you stop that relationship in, for living for her, and when you stop living for her, and when I stop living for her, um, that's when people really start noticing. It's not the act of working out. It's the act of this person has a discipline and the want so bad to make this change, and then when that change happens, that's when people start noticing you. And it's it's crazy, it's addicting, it's addicting. I mean, I see it in you all the time. Oh yeah. You walk out of here, you you want people to see you. Yep. And people call that cocky, but you gotta understand, man. When you live your whole life feeling like you're in second place. It's not cocky, and the only people that call it cocky are the people who don't have self-esteem. That Nobody one, else calls it cocky. I don 't call it one, cocky. It. I call it confident you're very confident. With myself now more now, than I've ever been more than he's ever been. Everything from the hair i didn't say this to him ever, but everything you're doing with the hair, the way you 're doing your beard, mean every, everything, everything was just another way for you to get noticed. But the way you need to get the way people get noticed is when they see you make a change, when you work for that change and you've worked for that change right now, and it's fucking crazy the things that people say yep. I mean to you literally we had people thought that we were we had a twin, yeah, and I don't even talk about myself I'm like, I don't care about me let's talk about this let's talk about Connor
1: There's also the people that come up to you. Just come up to you Yeah Because I'm always here with you mm-hmm. But even when I'm not here with you Like I'm sure they still come to you Yeah Because usually my headphones are in So nobody usually bothers me Because I'm Usually When you're not here You're I, in, I, Working out i I'm talking z- I zone in And I do Super sets I'm constantly going Yeah I just keep on back going Back and forth Back and forth Back yeah, and forth I'm the same way I'm the same way But I ease up a little bit When I'm here with you guys Because you know It gives us an extra When Connor's here It gives us an extra person For mm-hmm. a breath Yeah so i do more hit training when i'm alone yeah and there's always times i mean oh yeah there's there's some times where con's got to come in earlier so you come in earlier with him which is fine so i still come in normal time or i have to come in later or like i have to skip a day so
0: i you know double up the next day yeah or sometimes i get to come in work out my sister work me out work you out and then work you out yeah sometimes you know sometimes you just gotta make the sacrifices and that's you know what it's all about um if you could put a Percentage on how much better you are today, the 29th of November, than you were, what, middle of October?
2: 100%.
0: 100%. I would say, yeah. 100%. And that's one month. Yes. And this is the mindset I want you to get in. That's one fucking month. Yep. You have, you give it 11 more months and just think about that. So every day when you feel down or you get up, and you, you think about her or you think about what she said to you and or you think about the guy she's with or you think about oh my brother he's not doing too well or my dad he's kind of being a dick or whatever I don't like my job I'm embarrassed just remember the the, the months like remember 11 months from now like where the fuck would I be? it's the journey because you won't fall off track now you're at the point now well maybe you could I know you won't I know he I won't he can't you it's, physically
1: it's, I feel like complete shit if I don't come in here.
0: Exactly. And you and may coming, I'm
1: starting to come in on Sundays now.
0: Like, yeah, I know I'm 7 days a week. Yeah. I don't know if you're at that point yet, but I can I can tell you for damn sure in 11 months you will be. And you will no longer reach out for me, reach out to me for tips on the gym. I mean, you might every once in a while. I'm telling you for damn sure this gym's going to be you're going to have best friends here and everything that's happened to you is never going to go away but you're going to learn from it and you're just going to blossom and and then you're going to find step two.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, step one is always, for, I think for guys, even girls, is the gym. Step two for me was silence and step three, I don't know. But in 11 months, dude, I'm fucking proud of, or I in mean, one month, what you've done is fucking impressive. And This is 11 months. I don't even need to tell you. We're 11 months in for me. Are we Really? January twenty fourth. Fuck man, <laughs> that motherfucker is almost. And
1: the strange the, and the, strength, and the cold, like the weird thing was and like how fast you can and when you're that overweight you can drop weight is that. The beginning. It took me twelve or it took me nine weeks to get down to two fifty five from three twenty. <laughs> yeah. Like it wasn't hard no. getting to where I am right now. This is when it's this is hard. the hardest.
0: This is when it becomes hard.
1: I literally it took me to, what to drop. 20 pounds because after my vacation, I went back up to 260 when I got my Ooh. second tattoo. And we were talking to my he's like, dude, don't worry about it, it's gonna come off, it's water weight. And I'm like, all right, so we were sitting there. And now that I'm finally sub 240, like it's taken months, but it's also like I'm also growing. Well, yeah, you're, I'm you're... so much stronger than yeah. what I was. I mean, I'm not as strong as I was in school not by any means
0: you probably won't be unless yeah. you ever want to get to 300 pounds
1: again. yeah i'd have to get back up on my body weight i've noticed it i mean shit picking up 365 385 on my back is like a strain to stand deadlifting We're, not even deadlifting back squatting back squatting. I mean, shit dude i was doing 365 for 12 It wouldn't even wow. phase me we'll yeah. just go up and down <laughs> It was crazy. Like, class would have to spot me and, like, he would, like, worry, but I got, paper says 365 for, by one. 365 for 12. I just hit it. Wouldn't phase me. I wouldn't care. I did what I had to do for my warm-ups and then I would just go off. And that's what I liked about it because everybody looked at me. Because mm-hmm. like, the paper says 365 by one, but I'm able to wrap it up for 12 within a minute. Like,
0: but now, people are going to look at you now because of, your journey oh yeah I've I've come a long way because I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah, but it's still to gym it's, to it's never gonna be over no that's the fun part about this yeah I mean think about it's it it's for life you've been lifting down for hard for a year yeah, on and off for five yeah I've been on you're on your 60 300 and I probably work out 345 days a year out of 365 doing something at least doing something and it's Fucking, Dude, you know, never, time you're never not in, at home like, every time I come in it's addicting it's crazy and, and it's you so, feel like shit if you don't do it you feel like shit but it also like in a weird way if, you, if you have a it. mirror if you could like take the mirror of your life and whatever that picture is whatever your life looks like in a picture and you put that the reflection you would see would be a weight room because that's just how it works it's just so closely correlated but I think we went long you get any other things you want to say? anything that you think could help somebody? No, nothing. But yeah. Like could help people, help help someone, let's say someone we went to high school with or someone that we might know from this gym who's listening and they're like, "Oh, I'm really overweight. I don't know what to do." Or, "Hey, I'm really skinny. I don't know how to go about this." Um or I just went through a really bad breakup. What the fuck do I do? How do I how do I do this? Find somebody like Mike, uh okay. always
1: I say. yeah. He literally just Find somebody you can talk to mm-hmm. about your issues because holding in the anger it helps. Please, for, guys,
0: yes. It
1: helps for it helps for some sort of time and it helps with you know the beginning stages of lifting like it helped me, but I've noticed that uh, I was an angry person. I mean I'm surprised I didn't get into any fights with the shit that I was going through and then also the shit that I like was happening in school. So like I was I'm blessed to have a high tolerance for bullshit but when i do snap i snap and some people did get hurt i know they got hurt and i'm just surprised i never got in trouble
0: for it and with that being said if you guys are like like a mike like he said if you're that person that people talk to don't ever and i mean this with everything don't ever try to calm somebody down from their emotions so if someone's really pissed off let them be pissed off Someone's really sad. Let them cry. I did this a lot with Taylor. If she started crying, I would freak out. Let them cry. Let them be angry. Let them rejoice when they're happy. Like Connor hit ten today on one thirty-five. That motherfucker was pumped. Don't just be like, "Hey man, you know, don't let it get to your head." Like, no, let that shit get to your head. Be like, "Yeah, I did that." Or if someone's pissed off and he wants to punch a fucking wall, let him punch a wall. Just put up a medicine. Uh, put up a little ball there so he punches the ball. You know, let people. It's, that's the thing. It's like. We're, we're humans. We have these extreme emotions. And if you're going to be the mic or you're going to be the person that people come to, you also need to take care of yourself. I didn't do that for the longest time. I had a lot of people coming up to me. I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to deal with it. I started going to therapy, and it's the best decision I've ever personally made. And I'm in a relationship, again, with Taylor where it's extremely healthy. And um, allow people to show their emotions If you're in a relationship where you aren't allowed to show your emotions, there's something really messed up there. Don't ignore it any longer. Talk to the person. If you don't want to talk to the person, talk to somebody else. And if they don't like that you're talking to somebody else, cut that shit out of your life because that's not right for you. Um, Do you want to say anything else? You all good? All right, guys. Cool, I just got a new subscriber. Um, 55, 56-minute podcast at the end of this, um, 56-minute podcast. Um, Locker Room Episode 4. Um, nice. God, I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. I want to do this. It's hard to get two men to really break down the doors like that and break down the walls, especially if they've never done it before. Um, I do it all, all the time. I cry all the time. Um, But it's hard for that And I think What what we talked about today Is super 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 valuable And if you guys know anybody And I always say Just share it with one person But guys share this with Like everybody you fucking know And I'm not doing this for I don't make money off of this I don't don't do that I want this because I see people struggle with this shit Day in and day out All the time 24-7 There's no need to struggle Share this with somebody Talk to somebody Cry with somebody It doesn't make you weak You know but, uh, that was episode four or three of a uh, locker podcast locker room talk i'll see you guys in the next episode also if you guys haven't seen yet i just uploaded a new youtube video uh hanging out in blacksburg eating pizza donuts and just bullshitting i also tried cbd oil if you guys are interested in that i did a review on that so um, i'll catch you guys in the next episode i'll see you guys later